Thanks for listening to the Best of Coast to Coast podcast. Become a Coast Insider to hear the rest of this fascinating conversation. And check out recent shows where we learned about scientific efforts to revive the woolly mammoth, the latest in military drone technology, and the mysterious Shroud of Turin. And you can listen to those programs and many more amazing Coast shows by heading over to coasttocoastam.com and signing up for Coast Insider. Now, here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. Ralph Nader with us. How the rats reform the Congress, a fable. Ralph, knowing you over these years, I know that there's a method behind everything you do. What's the message you want people to get about how the rats reform the Congress? The message is basically that it's easier than we think. It never takes more than 1% of the people in congressional districts organizing spending as much time as they do on a regular hobby, like collecting stamps or cl- coins or whatever, uh, and, uh, and uh, reflecting uh, majority opinion. So the answer is, it's easier than we think. How do you do it? So rather than write, you know, a 500-page tome that people can fall asleep over, <laughs> I wrote this fable to get people in. So the mighty rat invasions spark a national news frenzy, which people uh, begin to pay attention to. And the derision from tens of millions of people about how the members of Congress can't stamp out this rat invasion, they're trying to cover it up. Uh, and the derision gets people's attention, and they start paying attention to Congress. So activists seize on this burgeoning story to organize for a popular agenda. And uh, spontaneous rallies break out everywhere. The activists see the rats upending business as usual routines on Capitol Hill as a, as a symbol against the lobbyists and their corporate-dominated Congress. And then it really gets into strategy, technique, and the battles with the Wall Street moguls and the big trade lobby, trade association lobbies in Washington, and how they think they're going to uh, wear down the people, they're going to overcome the people, but millions come to Washington, they take relays all around Congress, bellowing out their demands with uh, uh, with uh, loudspeakers. And so it's a very exciting thing. What's important about this, um, uh, George, is uh, that it deals with real-life problems, because I always yeah. believe if you talk about problems where people live, work, and raise their families. A lot of this ideology, conservative, liberal, dissipates. So you ask people, regardless of whether they're, they label themselves conservatives, liberals, progressives, libertarians, you want good schools, you want good roads, you want clean air, you want safe health care, affordable health care, you want fair enforcement of laws to the rich and powerful and the mighty, uh, cramp, cramping down on corporate crime. You want criminal justice reform, and more and more uh, in state legislatures, conservative and liberal legislators are pushing out criminal justice reform. Uh, and a lean defense is the best defense. A huge, wasteful, bloated military budget, it isn't even auditable, it is full of corruption with what Eisenhower, President Eisenhower warned us about, the military-industrial uh, complex. So on the back of this book, and you can get this book by going to ratsreformcongress.org, just ratsreformcongress.org. And, by the way, you'll like this, George. We have five of these paperbacks for 50 bucks total. 
and they can send three of them to the two senators and representatives. And it's very powerful when a citizen back home sends a, a book like this uh, and, and asks the senator and representatives to write them a letter back home about their reaction to mm-hmm. the book. Now, here's what happens. The staff in, in Congress gets this, uh, gets this book. Uh, we've already distributed some of it around uh, the Capitol Hill. They get this book, and basically you back home are telling them, I know how you guys operate. I know who runs you. I know who tempts you. I know how you turn your back on the people. I know what you don't do that's wrong. I know what you do do is wrong, uh, uh, like on Wall Street and corporate bailouts, crony capitalism, uh, government waste. When they know that you know, you immediately have power over them. They immediately know they cannot fool you, flummox you, and flatter you. They can't brush you off with a, a nice form letter. And so it, just by sending them this book, uh, you can establish a connection with them. And, and by doing it with some of your neighbors, then they pay even more attention to you. And then you get into a real key in this uh, book. The website, by the way, ratsreformcongress.org, it's not only where you can get this book, and I, I've got it all autographed, it's ready to ship, it, but it also has a, a free website that gives you one detail after another about how to organize Congress rat watchers groups, how to send a citizen summons to the two senators and representatives signed by your neighbors, your co-workers, your friends, and summoning them to your own town meetings with your own agenda about how to make this country great again and how to redirect and redirect your taxes back home to rebuild your public services, what they call the infrastructure. So it's ratsreformcongress.org, and you can get five copies for $50. Uh, a paperback single is 20 A hardback is 30 They're all autographed. And I can't wait to go up on Capitol Hill and walk into one senator's office after another and watch the staff say, hey, what's going on here? We're getting these books everywhere. <laughs> that would be <laughs> We're great. We're getting them from Toledo. That's We're getting great. them from Albuquerque. We're getting them from Atlanta, Miami, Seattle, Los Angeles, St. Louis. What's going on? And uh, You know what I'm going to tell them? I said, what's going on is you better shape up or you're going to be shipped out. People are waking election. up. People. And when you talk about Congress, you're also talking about the Senate. They're not exempt from this, are they? They're not at all. And you know what people don't know about the Congress? I mean, look, the Congress comes in in the polls lower than any time since polls started. They come in under 20% approval. That's both conservatives and liberals being polled. Yeah, horrible. Under 20%. Some polls went 12%. Never mind used car dealers and the poor used car dealers, they usually come in pretty low. They're coming in low. This is a dangerous time for our republic when we, we don't trust 535 men and women who are using our sovereign power and abusing it. And I, I say in the back of the book again and again, congressional majorities, because there's some good people in Congress, so I always use the word congressional majorities, have paved the way. Uh, for draining away America's critical necessities and and uh, giving huge money to the corporate uh, uh, freeloaders, corporate uh, welfare, bailouts, handouts, giveaways, subs- subsidies going on every 
every day. And the bigger the corporation, the more they don't have to ever go bankrupt when they fail the market test. They go to Washington for a bailout as Wall Street was bailed out. So, but here's what people don't don't know about Congress. It's itself is a concentrated tyranny of self-privilege, secrecy, exclusionary rules and practices, avoiding key public hearings like on the tax bill, on the health care bill, on the access to justice under tort law bill. They didn't even have public hearings, the Republicans. This is unheard of. Yeah. They just, in fact, there were times when they wouldn't even let the Democrats see the, the wording in the draft legislation that they sent to the Senate and House floor for a vote. That's how bad it was. <laughs> and they don't, they don't oversee the executive branch. They don't want to see how our taxes are misspent and wasted. And uh, they're always shutting out citizens. Are you call a Senate office now or a representative office. They often have, what's your name? And they get your name, you're back home, you're a constituent. And they see whether you've given a, a donation. And depending on whether you've given a donation or not given a donation or the size of the donation, depends on whether you're going to get through to your senator, representative, or just a staffer, or maybe a college wow. intern. And the secrecy is staggering as well. The Freedom of Information Act, which we got through in 1974, the best one in the world, giving people right to get government files, meat and poultry inspection, nursing home inspection reports, food and drug. And, and they still hold back things, Ralph, don't yeah, they? Yeah, that, that, uh, that, they exempted Congress from that. Yeah. They exempted Congress. So you can't get, like w- when they set, settled for these sexual assaults using taxpayer money, to, to settle with a, a woman who accused uh, a member uh, of sexual assault or worse, uh, that was secret. That was when they uh, are playing the stock market using inside information. You couldn't get that information because they exempted uh, the Congress from uh, the Free Information Act. So this is designed to give you power, people. I, I want to give you power. I don't want to ever hear you say, whatever will be, will be. We'll be denied health care when we've paid our premiums. We can't do anything about it. Um, we're, we can't get good public transit to get to work uh, on time if we're cleaning houses in the suburbs from people in the inner city. Uh, we're paying gouging prices uh, for uh, drugs that are often subsidized by taxpayer research at the National Institutes of Health and given to these drug companies, and then they, they price it the highest price in, in all the world, they charge Americans the highest price, and that's where the drugs are developed with he- your taxpayer dollar, and on and on. Uh, and why do people take this? Because they don't think they have the power. And this book, uh, this book, how the rats reformed the Congress, is designed to give them that power. And you're very astute, Ralph, because one of the reasons our show is so successful, we cater to people who live at night. They work at night. They're everywhere. And you've noticed this, and you've pointed something out that uh, not a lot of people have pointed out, and that is most candidates, when they run for office, seem to forget about what we call a third of the nation that lives at night. That is unbelievable. In fact, just before this last election in November, a uh, few weeks before, I sent out uh, letters to a lot of uh, people running for the Congress. I said, look, do you know that tens of millions of people in this country work the midnight shift? They keep the society going by while the rest of us are sleeping. 
And these are the people who are in the hospitals and nursing homes, firefighters, police. These are the people who are uh, the, the night uh, cab drivers, you name it. Uh, yeah, you know, all night restaurants, drug stores, uh, toll keepers, uh, the people who repair uh, our infrastructure, on and on. And you never, you never connect with them. So why don't you announce you're going to be a midnight campaigner several <laughs> times, and you like you start the campaign in front of a, a shift, a midnight shift for a large hospital, and you go to all these different places, and you respect them, and you recognize them, and you urge them to vote. I mean, it's amazing how they ignore midnight the midnight shift workers, and uh, but now uh, some of them are starting to do it. Congressman Jamie Raskin. Uh, did it in Maryland and a couple others, but I couldn't get Beto O'Rourke to do it, even though he went to every county in Texas. Uh, I couldn't get Senator Bill Nelson to do it. He lost. Uh, yep. Had they done votes. it, they might have uh, picked up some extra votes oh, that yeah, way. Without a doubt, without yeah. a doubt, because uh, the, the, the midnight workers do not meet the candidates, and they feel ignored, and they feel out of it. And suddenly someone recognizes their work, and their value, and and meets them, and shakes hands with them, and talks with them, and then the word spreads. Uh, so you're right. Uh, I I used to do the Larry King show a lot. You know, from one to three, yep. one to four. <laughs> just, uh, I love the people who stay up late at night, and uh, we get their calls. But this book, uh, I wrote it for you, the people. I don't care what your label is. Most people have a sense of justice, they have a sense of fair play, and if they don't let the politicians divide and rule them with these slogans, um, we're going to turn this country around. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern, and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.